found out that we can trust in him, we can rely on him, we can depend on him. There is nobody like our God. Come on, clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. For this is the day that the Lord has made, and we have chosen to rejoice and be glad in it. For I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I am super excited on this morning, and it gives me such joy to welcome you all again to the Point of Praise Family Life Center's virtual worship experience. I'm so excited that you've decided to connect with us on this morning. I believe that God is going to do something amazing, something astounding, something marvelous in your life on today. Now, you know we believe here at the Point of Praise Family Life Center that sharing is caring. So I need you to do me a great big favor on this morning. I need you to share this live worship experience with those individuals that's a part of your Facebook community so that they can be a part of what God is going to do on this morning. So again, please share this uh, with your Facebook community. I believe God is really going to move uh, on this morning. I believe healings, miracles, signs, and wonders is going to be manifested on today. Again, God bless you and welcome you. We welcome you to the Point of Praise Family Life Center virtual worship experience. Now, you know what we like to do uh, around this time. We like to meet and greet uh, each other. And so listen, let's 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 go to it. Let's go to it. I would like to greet all of you. So let us know who you are, where you're from uh, on this morning. Please let us know if you are first time uh, guest on today so that we can uh, get a special gift out to you. We like to send special gifts out to our first time guests. So please let's meet and greet one another on this morning. God bless you, Sister Joyce Armstrong. I know that has to be Sister Angela. Glad that you're with us on this morning. Come on, let's greet one another on this morning. God bless you. God bless you, uh, Deacon Holland. Thank you for being with us on this morning. Let's celebrate God for our, our lead pastor and his lovely wife, Superintendent Childs and Lady Childs. Let's give them some hearts and some thumbs up. God bless you, Deacon Sheldon Johnson. God bless you, Sister Priscilla. God bless you, Brother Todd. Good to see you this morning. Come on, let's give some hearts and thumbs up for my lovely wife, Lady Shamika Brown. It's good to see you all this morning. God is going to do something for you. Come on, let's meet and greet one another on this morning. Who else do we have uh, on with us on this morning? God bless you, Sister Mother Audrey. God bless you. Good to see you on this morning. God bless you, Mother Carol. God bless you. We pray that you all had a wonderful uh, Christmas holiday on Friday. God bless you, uh, Mother Joyce Williams, all the way from the Carolinas. God bless you. God bless you, uh, Brother John McCain. McLean, I'm sorry, all the way from Maryland. God bless you. That's my uncle. God bless you. Good to have you. God bless you, Sister Anderson. God bless you. Look at Mother Audrey. She had to get right back in there. God bless you, Mother. God bless you, uh, Brother Alfred. Good to see you on this morning. It's good to have all the saints of God on with us 
on this morning. It gives me such joy and excitement to know that the people of God have come together to praise and glorify the name of the Lord. I believe that God has given me a word specifically designed for you. Now, the last couple of weeks, we've been doing an awesome job. We had an awesome class. This has been an interactive time of ministry, and it's been such um, an excitement to be able to minister on this platform with such an awesome group of individuals. Now, we need to keep that same flow up, that same pace this morning. We need that same anointing flowing this morning. I'm going to tell you why we need that same anointing flowing. For the last couple of weeks, my daughter has been doing an amazing job cooking me breakfast every single Sunday glory to god she's been preparing breakfast for the entire family every single sunday so we need that same anointing flowing we don't want her to get weary and well doing so what i need everybody to do right now i need you to extend your hand towards your device and just say do it lord do it lord do it, Lord, because after we finish ministering this morning, we want that same response from her. We want her to make us another breakfast on this morning. Glory to God. But listen, let's dive into the word of the Lord. We know for the last couple of weeks, we've launched a series entitled The Trust Factor. And this morning, we're going to continue uh, with this particular message that the Holy Spirit uh has uh, given me now listen you know oftentimes when we uh, come into a worship a moment and we uh hear the word of the lord and we have good messages that's coming from the men and women of god we say how much the word of god has blessed us how much it has inspired us but i want to do something this morning i want to find out do you remember anything that was really taught on the last couple of weeks? I believe that these messages have had a prophetic thread to them. Number one, to encourage us and to allow us or to give us the ability to finish strong, to finish the year out strong, and then also to give us the momentum that we need to be productive in 2021. One. Now, we know on um, the last couple of weeks, I've given you a definition centered around uh, what trust means. Now, before um, we put it up on the screen, I want to find out from you. Do you remember what does the word trust mean in the Hebrew? Now, the message this morning is going to be an opportunity to trust him, an opportunity to trust him. So we want to make sure we get a clear definition of what the word trust means. Does anybody remember what does the word trust mean? Come on, let's put it right there in the comment area. Give us a clear definition of what the word trust mean. What definition did I give you from the Hebrew transliteration of the word trust. What does the word trust mean? Who do we have here? Who is my first person that's going to give me that definition of trust? Some of you said to rely on, to depend on, to lean on. Uh, some of you uh, said to be confident, but I gave you a clear definition of what the word trust means. Now, who's do I have to send you a gift? Come on, who knows what the word trust means in the hebrew oh my class is failing me 
on this morning. You all are making me feel real bad. You're making me feel like I'm not a good teacher. So what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to redefine this word trust for everyone. I have to give you this working definition so that as we go through this particular teaching on this morning, you have a clear understanding of what we are talking about when we utilize this word trust. Now, trust defined means to lie down on to put your entire weight on something. Again, to lie down on, to put your entire weight on something. Now, when I was a little boy, me and my dad would often uh, go fishing. And this it was a particular bridge we used to cross over when we were going fishing. Now, if you look to the right of the bridge, it will let you know how much weight the bridge was able to hold while crossing over. And I thought about that on the other day. You know, God can hold any amount of weight that we throw on him. And that's why we need to throw all of our weight on him, all of our concerns, everything that we're going through, we need to throw it on God. We gave a foundational text on last week in Proverbs uh, 3, and five where it says trust in the lord with all thine heart lean not to thy own understanding but in all our ways acknowledge him and he shall direct our path so we should cast all of our cares upon him because we know that he cares for us all of our financial cares our family cares our marital cares our relational cares our community cares whatever it may be we need to throw it all on God because we know God cares for us and he's given us a promise in his word that he will never leave us nor forsake us. He'll always be there for us. God will never let us down. Won't you just type that right in the comment area right now? Just put in the comment area, God will never let us down. We can always depend on God, rely on God. He's always there. The old saints used to sing a song, Jesus never fails. Jesus never fails. Heaven and earth may pass away, but Jesus never fails. And they got a little excited and said, I tried him. Anybody ever tried God in the midst of a dark and hostile moment in their lives and they found out he never failed? It, does, it didn't matter how tough it was, how rough it was how disastrous it was when you gave it over to God. He took care of it, even though you may have to go through a process, even though your test, I mean, your faith was being tested and tried. God still came through for you. Be not dismayed nor be tired. Let me tell you something. God will take care of of you. Now we know we're not in the sanctuary right now and I can't tell you to look at your neighbor, but you could put it in the common area. Put in the common area right now so you can encourage someone. Just put in the common area. God will take care of you. God will take care of you. It may be rough. Yes, it may be tough. It doesn't mean that you're not going to go through anything. This season has been 
a tough season. This season has been a rough season. Some of us have lost loved ones. Some of us uh, have not been able to be in contact with individuals we've had, we have a relationship with. We haven't been able to see each other on the level that we love to see each other and fellowship with one another and connect with one another. It's been a tough season. A lot of individuals have been, been isolated. Yes, it's been rough. But if we look back and evaluate this season, we can really say that God has always been there. He has never left us, even in the midst of this transitional season. And not only has it been a transitional season, it's been a season of transformation where God has been working on us in the midst of change. Glory be to God. Just throw up your hands and say, God, I thank you for working on me. Now let's go to our scripture text this morning. It's in 1 Corinthians of the 10th chapter and the 13th verse. Again, 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter and the 13th verse. I'm going to read it from the Passion Translation of the Bible. So it's going to read a little bit different uh, from your King James Version. But I believe this particular version brings it out a little bit better. And then what I'm going to do as I'm reading, I'm going to begin to teach a little bit. So it's going to be a little, little teach, preach uh, type of moment. So just, just flow with me. The Bible says we all experience times of testing. Now we need to pause right there. Everybody goes through a time of testing. Everybody goes through times in their lives where they're tempted. Now, when you're tempted, when you're tried, the Bible lets us know that don't say that God is the one that's doing the tempting because God does not tempt man. But when you are tested, when you are tried, when you are tempted, you're being tempted by the devil. So the Bible says we all experience times of testing, not one time, but multiple times. We have multiple times of testing. We all experience times of testing, which is normal for every human being. Everybody goes through a time of testing. Every human goes through, through a time of testing. So don't allow the enemy to play with your mind to make you feel like you're the only one that's going through something. We all go through times of testing. We all go through turbulent seasons in our lives. What the enemy will try to make you do, instead of finding God in the midst of turbulence, instead of finding God and tapping into God during these times of testing, he will try to get you to throw a pity party so you cannot live by faith, so you can't tap into the faith zone so that you can tap into the fear zone so you can begin uh, to look for pity instead of a pathway out of the situation. Glory be to God. Instead of a praise in the midst of a, a situation. So please know right out of the gate, please know right out of the gate that every human being goes through a time of testing or go through, they go through times of testing. Now check this out. This is what the Bible says, but God will be faithful to you. Just do me a favor. Just put it right there in the comment area. God, thank you for being faithful to me. 
In other words, what the scripture is saying, even in the midst of your times of testing, even in the midst of your trial, even in the midst of, of your dark moments, your dark seasons, your, your challenging times, the Bible lets you know that God chooses to be faithful. In other words, you can trust in him. He's going to be trustworthy. He's going to be reliable. You can put your confidence in God. He's going to prove himself in the midst of the storm. Now, the thing with, that you need to get excited about is that he's not just going to be faithful, but he's going to be faithful to you. Glory be to God. It's going to be a personal experience. God is going to be faithful to you. God is going to be right there for you. He's going to be right there for your family. You don't have to worry about anything because God is going to be right there. And you need to have, you need to put your confidence in that, that God is going to be right there. You remember, you remember in the Bible, uh, when the disciples, they were facing a storm and Jesus was down at the bottom of the ship sleep. He was there. He might didn't respond the way they wanted him to respond at that particular time, but he was there right in the midst of the storm. He was there. And I want to encourage you to let you know right in the midst of your storm, right in the midst of your challenges, right in the midst of your situation, whatever it may be, God is right there. He may be quiet, but he has not left you. I said a mouthful right there. He may be quiet, but he has not left you. He's going to allow you to go through the process so you can gain everything you need to gain during the process. Scratch that. Let me say it like this. So that you can learn everything that you need to learn during this time of testing, during this time of crushing, glory be to God, during this time of turbulence, he's going to make sure that you learn everything that you need to learn in the midst of it, but he's going to be right there for you. So the Bible says, God will be faithful to you. Now check this out. Then it says, he will screen and filter the severity, nature, and timing of every test or a trial you face so that you can bear it. Now this is loaded. He will screen and filter the severity. In other words, these tests that's coming, these trials that come in your life, they have the potential to be very bad, to be very serious, to be unpleasant and to be harsh. But this is what God does. He screens it so that he can take the sting out. Glory be to God of the situation. He, he screens it and he filters out um, all the potential of it destroying your life. Because the Bible says it like this uh, in John 10, 10, that the thief, he cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy. God takes all the potential out of the situation uh, so that it will not destroy you. That's why the Bible says no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. The weapon will be formed, but it will not have success. Um, I used to play basketball a little bit. 
Now, in basketball, you have the individual that has the ball in their hand uh, on offense, and their, their goal is to get the ball into the basket. Now, you have the defense that's there that's trying to stop the individual team that's on offense from getting to the basket to be able to score. Now, what happens periodically is the individual that's dribbling the ball needs someone on his team to screen the person on defense that's trying to stop them from scoring. And that's what God does because we're on the offense. We are kingdom citizens. We are part of the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is swiftly advancing. It's moving forward. We're on the offense. We're moving forward. God has things he wants us to accomplish and produce uh, in the earth. So the enemy will try to keep us from accomplishing the goals that God has for our life. So what God will do is he will put a screen on the enemy so that we can get past every obstacle that's trying to stop us from scoring. And I declare and decree that in this season and beyond, that God is going to remove all the limitations out of your life. God is going to set picks in your life so you're able to get to your goals and score. That's why Paul says it like this, forgetting those things which are behind me, reaching for those things which are ahead I press, I push, glory be to God. I penetrate towards the mark for the high, uh, high calling of God that's in Christ Jesus. I press towards the goal. God has a goal for you and I. So in this season, we must be encouraged of this fact that God is setting screens in our lives so that the weapons that the enemy has formed against us shall not prosper. See, God is not going to allow the enemy to destroy us. He puts heads, hedges of protection around about us, around our families, our finances, our goals, our dreams, our, our aspirations, and we cannot give up on God. So the Bible says he will screen and, and filter the severity, nature, and timing of every test or trial you face so that you can bear it. Because uh, the test, the trial that you face, it has a, a nature. It has a temperament. It has a characteristic. It is designed to take you out. The enemy is trying to destroy you. He's attempting to destroy your family. But check this out. Even though when things happen, it seems like it happens at the wrong time. It seems like it happens at the wrong time. Glory be to God. But the truth of the matter is that if it happened at any other time, the results would be more disastrous. So there's timing that's connected to the test and the trial that comes your way. Now you may be thinking, you know, when a situation comes your way, when an obstacle comes your way, when circumstances come your way, you may say, you know what? This is the wrong time. Man, this thing uh, couldn't happen at the, the, the worst time uh, in my life. Why is this happening right now? Good God Almighty. 
let me explain something to you. It may seem like the timing is wrong, but let me explain something. The timing is right. The timing is right because if it came at any other time, it had the potential to take you out. God allowed it to come at a time that you're able to handle it. Woo, my, 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 my. I said a mouthful right there. God allowed it to come at a time that you're able to handle it. God would not put more on you than you can bear. If the test and the trial comes, that means you're able to handle it. I want to encourage someone right now. You feel like you can't handle what's going on. You can't take what's going on. Nope, you're able to handle it because if you were not able to handle it, God would not allowed for it to happen at this time in your life. And he's already took all the disaster potential out of the test and the trial. Yes, it was designed to take you out, but God has screened it. <laughs> <laughs> and God has filtered it. So it is not able to destroy you. It is not able to take you out. So the Bible says he will screen and filter the severity, nature, and timing of every test or trial you face so that you can bear it. Then it goes along and says, and each test is an opportunity to trust him more. Oh my God, each test is an opportunity to trust him more. God allows tests and trials to come your way to give you an opportunity to experience him at a whole nother level, to experience a different side of who he is. God allows tests and trials to come your way so that he can prove who he is to you in your life. He gives you an opportunity to trust him. Now, let me say something to you. Even in 2021, God is going to give you multiple opportunities to trust him. But this year that's coming up is going to be an amazing year. All you have to do is put your trust in God, put your confidence and God, and God is going to do some amazing things. I believe that in 2021, we're going to experience the supernatural. We're going to experience the supernatural power of God in our families, in our finances, in our bodies, in our community, in our country, in our nation. God is setting up opportunities for us to trust him, to rely on him, and depend on him. I just heard something in the realm of the spirit. Every day is an opportunity for us to trust God. Let me say that again. Every day is an opportunity for us to trust God. We just have to take advantage of each and every opportunity that God affords us to trust him. We have to take advantage of it. We have to take advantage of these opportunities because he's going to astound us. I'm telling you right now, he's going to blow our mind. He's going to supersede every one of our expectations as we put 
our trust in God. You know the scripture, the Bible says, God will do exceeding abundantly above all we ever ask or think according to the power that works on the inside of us. So the Bible goes along and says, and each test is an opportunity to trust him more for along with every trial, God has provided for you a way of escape that will bring you out of it victoriously. Now, let me ask you all a question because you know this is this is, is an interactive time of, of teaching. Why does tests come? Why do tests come in our lives? Let, let you all help me out. Why do tests come in our lives? What? Why does God allow tests to come in our lives? No, don't give them the answer yet. Don't give them the answer. Let them let them answer. Why do tests come in our lives? Come on. Why do tests come in our life? I need to hear my from a Facebook live audience. Why does God allow tests to come in our lives? I thought I had a good class. Let me let me see. To work in us. Come on. Why does God allow tests to come in our lives? Come on. You all are a smart class. Why? Because he allows this to happen and it's not him doing it. It's the enemy that's sending the temptation. It's the enemy that's sending to strengthen us. God bless you, Jimmy. What? To build us up or to build our trust up, to develop us, to mature us. Yeah, my class is rolling down. So we can learn to lean on him. Go ahead, Sister Priscilla. Justin, to test our faith in him, to test our faith in him, to see, do we really believe him beyond all sense realm evidence? Do we believe him beyond what we can see? Do we believe him beyond what we say? Glory be to God. To produce growth, God allows tests to come our way. My mom says to produce growth to make us stronger glory to god you all are rolling to see where our faith is in him my god all right all right come on now you can put the powerpoint up now you can put it on the screen let me give you some answers you all did did a wonderful job come on number one the reason why tests come test comes to show you how mature you are and how mature you are not that's one of the reasons why God allows tests to come in our lives to show us how mature we are and how mature we are not. See, just because we have a 10 year in Christendom, that does not mean we are, are as mature as we think we are. Because sometimes we find out, I need to grow up in this area. I need to develop more in this particular area. I'm not where I thought I was. So number one, tests come to show us how mature we are and how mature we are are not. Yep, test comes to show us, you know, I am strong in this area. I am a little bit more developed in this area. I have grown in this particular area of my life. And then test comes to show us I need to grow some more in these areas of my life. Number two, test comes 
a test comes to show you the areas in your life you need to work on. We all have areas in our lives that we need to work on. Some of us have multiple areas in our lives that we need to work on. And, you know, we should be excited about that because at least God, at least he takes time out to show us those areas we need to work on. And then the other exciting thing about that is he will assist us in our growth process. Glory be to God. He will help us grow in that particular area. All right, let's go to the next one. Test comes to show or test come to position you for promotion. So test also comes to position us for promotion because the only way we can be promoted in the things of God, the only way we can be promoted in the kingdom of God, we have to pass the test. Glory be to God. Just put it right there in the comment area. Just say you have to pass the test. You have to pass the test. You cannot fail the test. I know sometimes it may be frustrating. I know sometimes you may be fatigued. I know sometimes you may be fed up with the situations you may be experiencing in your life, but you can't throw in the towel because the only way you can get promoted in the kingdom of God, you have to pass the test. So test comes to position us for promotion. And I believe that there's some individuals watching this morning, they're about to get promoted. So by faith, put it right there in the comment area and say, God, thank you for my promotion. Thank you for my promotion. You have to stick and stay. You have to push through this. You have to uh, persevere because during this time of testing, God is watching over you. He's protecting you and he's preserving you. Come on, help me preach real quick. Put it right in the comment area. Say, God, thank you for watching over me. Thank you for protecting me and thank you for preserving me. Thank you for watching over me. Thank you for protecting me and thank you for preserving me. God is setting you up for something. God is setting your business up for something. God is setting your career up for something. He's setting your family up for something. God is setting you up for promotion. He's ready, glory be to God, to shift you to another level in the kingdom of God. You just have to pass the test. And I know these tests in this season have been tedious. Glory to God. Oh, some of us have felt like, listen, I don't know if I'm going to make it through. There is no roadmap to this. There's there's no book out on this. Oh, let me scratch that. I apologize. There is a roadmap for this. There is a book that we can read that can get us through all these situations that we face in our lives. And it's called the word of God. They used to sing a song. Matter of fact, I sung the song, especially when we were in the Sunshine Band. And those of you that grew up in the Church of God in Christ, we called it two to 12. Glory to God. They used to sing the B-I-B-L-E. That's the book for me. I stand alone on the word of God, the B. I-B-L-E. That's the book that we need to be reading in challenging times. That's the book we need to be reading. We need to be saturated in the word of God on a daily basis because there's a roadmap in the word of God. So test comes to 
uh, position you for promotion. And number three, test comes to remind you of the faithfulness of God. When tests come uh, comes in our lives, they come to remind us of how faithful God is. And I know there's some of you watching right now that you're saying, I don't need any more reminders. <laughs> Glory be to God. But when tests come in your life, they come to remind you of how faithful God is, how dependable God is, how trustworthy God is is glory be to god he's always there for us come on just declare it in decree right in the common area just say god is always there for us he's always there for us i, I remember in the word of god you all remember the story of the three hebrew boys uh they were about to be put in the fiery furnace uh and they told king nebuchadnezzar because he was telling them listen if you don't bow down uh to the to this music we're gonna turn this fire up we're gonna put you in the fiery furnace and we're gonna turn turn the heat up they said listen we're not bowing down uh to the music no we're not bowing down uh to the music because our god is able to deliver us glory be to god and i want to let you know that your god my god he's able to deliver you out of any situation, out of any circumstance you may be facing in your life, I don't care how tough it may be, God is able to deliver you. They say, our God, he's able to deliver us. Glory be to God. He's able to snatch us out of this situation. And they were put in that fiery furnace and King Nebuchadnezzar turned the heat up. But when he went, came back and looked in the fiery furnace, seen another person in the fiery furnace he said that 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 person looks like the son of god he got a revelation <laughs> of who god was in the midst of a test for somebody else see some people will get a revelation of who god is in your life by seeing how you handle the test that you're going through in your life how you handle trials in your life will become a testimony of who God is. Glory be to God. And it will encourage somebody else to trust in God. It will encourage somebody else to depend on God. It will encourage somebody else to want to have a relationship with the God that you serve. So the tests that you face in your life, they're not just about you, but they're also for somebody else. Now, let's go back to the text real quick as I close. So the Bible says it like this. It says, and each test is an opportunity to trust him more. It doesn't mean you have not been trusting him, but it's an opportunity to trust him more. Glory to God. For along, check it out now, for along with every trial, God has provided for you a way of escape. So with the trial that you face comes a way out. Glory be to God. <laughs> That's exciting in and of itself. With the trial that you face, connected with the trial that you're dealing with is a way out. God has already provided a way for you to get out. God has already provided an exit strategy. 
an exit plan for you to get out of the situation. Come on, since God has provided for you a way out that will bring you out of it victorious. Woo! That's something to shout about because you're coming out of this victorious. Come on, put it right there in the comment area. Say, I'm coming out of this victorious. You're coming out of this with a praise. You're coming out of this stronger. You're coming out of this at another level. You're coming out of this with a fresh anointing. You're coming out of this with greater insight. You're coming out of this with a greater revelation of who God is. You're coming out of this more mature, more vibrant, more excited about what God is doing in the kingdom. You're coming out of this, glory to God, with more experience. You're coming out of this with increased faith. You're coming out of this victorious. And what you need to do right now by faith, you need to thank God for the victory. Come on, lift your hands up and say, God, I thank you for the victory. My family is closer. Glory be to God. We're closer. We, we're, we're closer. We're more knitted together. We love each other more. I, I, uh, uh, God, I thank you for the victory. I thank you for in the midst of, of this turbulence that we've been dealing with. I thank you because you've given me strategies for finances. So now my finances are about to explode. My finances are about to increase. I thank you, oh God, for you giving me creative ideas. Glory to God. You've given me witty inventions. You've allowed me to accomplish some things that I would not have been able to accomplish if this season, if this opportunity uh, to trust you more didn't present itself. I would not have been able to max maximize the potential that you have given me as a book writer, as an uh, entrepreneur, as a, as a business owner. God, I thank you for this opportunity. See, you're coming out of this victorious. And that should be exciting. You're coming out of this with the victory. That's why this has been a great season. Even though this has been some of the worst of times, these have also been some of the best of times. And I'm telling you right now, you're going to another level. You're going to another dimension. You're about to experience God in ways you've never experienced before. You're about to step into a season where you're going to experience the supernatural power of God in your life. Now, I want to pray for some of you that's watching uh, on this morning. Some of you that have some 911 situations. Some of you that have some urgent prayer requests. I need you to put those prayer requests right in the comment area because we're going to pray for you we're going to touch and agree there there's power that's released when the men and women of god come together and pray something amazing something supernatural happens so i want you to put your prayer requests right there in the comment area i might not get to all of them right now but I'll look at the comments during my time of prayer and intercession and our intercessory prayer team will come back here and look at our, our prayer requests and we will touch and agree with you. We're going to believe that there's going to be a breakthrough in your life. Not only is there going to be a breakthrough in your life, there's going to be a breaking out 
in your life. God is going to enlarge your territory. God is going to expand you. He's going to increase you more and more, even your children and your children's children. Yes, there you're about to experience a breakthrough in a breakout. Come on, let's pray together right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you for who you are. We thank you for what you're doing in our lives, God. We thank you for these times of testing, these times of trying, God, these times of, of temptations that we've experienced in our lives, God. We praise you for them. Even, the, even though we didn't understand them, we didn't like the experience, we didn't like how they felt, God, but we thank you for them because now we have a clear understanding of what has been transpiring in our lives, God. We thank you for how you've been expanding us and increasing us, oh God, and teaching us and training us and developing us and maturing us, God. We thank you for how you revealed yourself to us in ways that we've never experienced before. God, we thank you for doing this season. You've drawn us closer to you, oh God. Oh God, you brought us into deep places, God, in the midst of darkness. We thank you, oh God, and we praise you for shining light on our lives, God. We thank you for financial breakthroughs, oh God. We thank you for deliverance in our homes, in our children's lives, God. We thank you for deliverance and breakthrough in our family, in our businesses, in our careers. We thank you right now, God, for divine connections. We thank you, God, for a fresh start, God. We thank you, oh God, for new relationships, God. We thank you for the creativity that's been birthed in our lives, God. We thank you, oh God, for those things that you have impregnated us with in this season, God. We thank you for allowing us to give birth to business ideas and business plans, God. We thank you, oh God, for allowing us to write books, oh God. We thank you and we pray, oh God, for taking our careers to another level, God. We thank you for giving us clarity on which way we need to go, God, uh, for our lives because we've never been this way before. God, we thank you for making the crooked straight in our lives. We thank you for making the pathway clear. We give you glory, honor, and praise, God. We thank you for keeping us alive. Glory to God. We thank you, oh God, for not allowing sickness or disease to come nigh our dwelling, God. We thank you for life. We thank you for help. We thank you for strength, God. We give you glory. We give you honor and we give you praise for it right now. We thank you for this new season, God. We praise you for the open doors that you set before us, for your word declares that you set before us an open door that no man can shut, God. And we thank you, oh God, for the doors being open wide in our lives. We thank you for this new day, God. We praise you for it, God, for we're forgetting those things which are behind us, God. We're not remembering, oh God, those past seasons, those uh, previous seasons in our lives, oh God, because we know you're doing a new thing in our lives, God, and we give your name glory. God, we thank you for shielding us and protecting us from the hand of of the enemy. And God, we praise you right now for allowing us to be victorious. We thank you for the victory because we have Jesus Christ in our lives. We always triumph. We always win. Come on, put that in the comment area. Say, I always win. I always win. I'm always victorious. I'm always triumphant in every circumstance, in every situation in my life. I always win. So I'm not going to wait till the battle is over. I'm going to lift my hands and I'm going to lift my voice and I'm going to shout right 
now. Come on, let's give God praise for the victory right now. Let's celebrate the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords for making us triumphant through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, listen, there are some individuals that's watching right now. You need to throw your weight on God. That means you need to throw your life on God. You need to put your life in the hands of God. And you need to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Yes, he's ready to save you. Well, preacher, what does that word save mean? That word save means to be delivered. It means to be snatched out. Yes, right now, Jesus is ready to snatch you. He's ready to snatch you out of the hands of the enemy. He's ready to transform your life. Yes, I'm not talking about uh, joining the church. I'm not. Uh, you may go to church and that does not mean you're saved. You may say, I read the Bible. That does not mean you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. With the heart, man believeth, but with the mouth, confession is made known unto God. You have to confess him as Lord and Savior of your life. I need, to, I need you to stop everything that you're doing right now. And I need you to repeat this prayer after me because you're saying, Pastor, I'm ready to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior of my life right now. I'm ready to be saved. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner and I need you to come in my life right now and save me. Forgive me of all of my sins. I confess with my mouth. And I believe in my heart that you've been raised from the dead just for me. Lord Jesus, I thank you right now for saving me. Repeat this with boldness. Say, Satan, take your hands off my mind, my soul, and my spirit. I belong to God. I belong to God. I belong to God right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, welcome into the body of Christ. Come on, those of you that are on, I need you to welcome those individuals that just repeated that prayer after me and welcome them into the body of Christ. Let them know that they've become a part of a loving family that loves them and that we're going to come alongside them and assist them with their Christian walk. Now, you individuals that just repeated that prayer after me, I need you to do me a great big favor. I need you to text 845-209-1303. Again, 845-209-1303. Right in the message area, I need you to type the word newbie, N-E-W-B. And our aftercare team is going to be in contact with you within the next 24 to 48 hours. Again, text 845-209-1303. And right there in the message area, put the word new B, N-E-W-B. Again, welcome into the body of Christ. Now, there may be some individuals watching today. You're not a part of a church family. And I know during this time of virtual worship experience, you have an opportunity to jump from 
from church to church to church to church. But my mother taught me something when I was a little boy. She said, son, you cannot eat from everybody's table. And if you do, you can end up getting sick. Listen, I believe this is a stable place. This is a Bible believing church. And I believe with all in my heart that if you connect with the point of praise, Family Life Center, we can assist in taking your finances to another level, your family to another level, your business to another level, your career to another level. Allow me to be your virtual pastor. Now, if you feel like you want to be a part of this ministry, the way that you can join our ministry, you can text 845-209-1303. Again, 845-209-1303. Text the word join and someone from our aftercare team will get in contact with you within the next 24 to 48 hours. Again, text 845-209-1303. Right in the message area, text the word join. And if you have done that, welcome to the Point of Praise Family Life Center. We're a, a group of individuals. We love God. We're imperfect people, but we serve a perfect God. Now, listen, New Year's is coming. I believe we're like six days away. Now, we're having a special uh, New Year's Eve prayer explosion on um, New Year's Eve at 7 p.m. And you need to be a part of this prayer explosion. We have some guests. Pastor Damon Mack is going to be with us. Overseer Marshall Blackman is going to be with us. This is going to be a time that we're going to cover your year in prayer. We're going to be declaring and decreeing the word of God over your life. This is going to be a time of prophetic uh, impartation. And what I need all of you to do is uh, before um, December 31st and even on December 31st, we need you to send us your prayer request. You need to send us your prayer request and you can text 845-209-1303 right in the message area. Put request so that we can be interceding for you and praying for you. This is going to be an interactive time of, of prayer and impartation. It's going to be exciting. Please invite your family and your friends at 7 p.m. on December 30. First, well, my time is up. I can't wait to reconnect with you on next week. But until then, I declare and decree that this week is blessed, prosperous, and successful, full of praise reports and testimonies of victory. Until the next time, let's stay in faith, let's stay focused, most of all, let's stay connected because together we make a difference. God bless you. Stay on because we have some very important announcements that you need to hear. See you on next week.